Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When I was first in army intelligence, I'd conducted a lot of interviews, which were also interrogations. Immediately in the relationship, there is a dependence upon me, the interrogator. Is your mother okay? Do you want me to make a call to your home? It's the bonding, real or artificial, that opens the discussion. First of all, a statement that I'm the only person you've got. Establishing a dependence? Establishing their dependence on the interrogator, yes. Well, you want something to be expressed that may not be true, and you know it's not true. That's a beginning. In the Pigeon Tunnel, one of the great documentary interviewers takes on one of the great obfuscators, a professional yarn spinner who has survived interviews for 60 years by relying on some well-rehearsed anecdotes and carefully contrived contradictions. The filmmaker is Errol Morris, famous for his cross-examinations of characters like Stephen Hawking, Donald Rumsfeld, Robert McNamara and Steve Bannon. Also, topics as diverse as pet cemeteries and the abuses at the Abu Ghraib prison. At one point in the early 80s, his film career stalled and he made a living as a private investigator and he still brings that tactical ingenuity to bear on his subjects. He's a good foil then for the spy novelist John le Carre, real name David Cornwall. In 2020, Morris arranged a series of interviews with Cornwall, who was then 89 years old. He died in December of that year. Usually I have absolutely no idea of where to begin, but you gave me an idea of where to begin. And what was that? You asked me about the nature of our relationship. It went further than that, I think. It said, who are you? Because I've looked at much of your work. Sometimes you're a spectral figure, sometimes you're God, and sometimes you're present. I needed to know who I was talking to. Were you my friend across the fire? Were you a stranger on a bus? Who are you? Cornwall had been a spy for MI6 in Berlin in the early 60s and left the service disillusioned by the number of Nazis he saw walking around on both sides of the Berlin Wall, their freedom undisturbed because the world had moved on to another, colder war. He took up the pen and with the spy who came in from the cold began a series of novels that for many people are the perfect spy stories, a long way from the glamour of James Bond. Le Carre's spies are often morally dubious, damaged people, and in the Pigeon Tunnel, Cornwall talks about the attraction of betrayal, the addiction of duplicity, that feeling of being at the centre of something, 
when you're really just a pawn being moved randomly around a chessboard. It takes a certain kind of broken person to become a spy, he argues, someone whose character doesn't line up with regular society, but who still has a desperate need to belong to something. It turns out he was describing himself. Cornwall's father, Ronnie, was an inveterate confidence trickster and minor criminal, meaning that the family was always broke, often on the run, but, as young David found out, giddy with the excitement of it all. People loved Ronnie to the end of his days, even people he'd robbed. When he was on stage beguiling people, he absolutely believed in what he was doing and saying. These spasms of immense charm and persuasiveness were his moments of feeling real. Son, when I'm judged, as judged I shall surely be. I shall be judged on how I treated you and your brother Tony. That will be God's will. God was a big pal of his. Whether he believed in God is mysterious, but he was certain God believed in him. Unlike his father, Cornwall eventually made good use of his imagination and his ability to read people. He estimates that Ronnie spent about seven years in jail during his lifetime. Cornwall, in the film, is a charming rogue in his own right. He professes to be there to tell the whole truth. I've nothing to hide at my age, he says, but then makes sure that certain personal topics are off limits. The business with his father has been well traversed over decades of interviews, and many of those stories are now polished to a shine. But Morris perseveres and eventually makes a breakthrough. Some real emotion emerges behind the glint of the storyteller's eye. I don't think confronting you is the right way to put it. But there was something that you said that I found curious and worth further examination. Maybe this is an interrogation. Maybe I am self-deceived. I can't imagine that as an interrogator or an interviewer, you aren't also in part looking for yourself. I don't think that we really can penetrate people very much. But we can form imaginings about them, and then we relate to them. Morris is a frustrated director of fiction, and he can't help but theatricalise everything. Music, recreations with actors, in some cases recreations of things that never happened, tricks of memory... One of the backgrounds of a Cornwall interview features bizarrely angled mirrors as if bringing to life his subject's fractured psyche. I love all this, but for some it might be too much, especially when Cornwall's mellifluous voice is already so easy on the ear. And the film leans a lot on the books and the BBC television adaptations of them, which just makes you want to sit down and watch them all over again. Cornwall is insightful about other men. His opinions of women go mostly unremarked, but rather less so about himself. I don't know what love is, he says when he's asked whether he loved his father. He has obviously spent far less time interrogating himself than he did his Cold War targets or the creatures of his imagination that filled his wonderful books. 
By the way, Ronnie sued you. Yes, he did. I gave an interview to London Weekend Television. I omitted to say that I owed everything to him. I didn't want to give Ronnie the credit. Why should I find a line that said I owed it all to my father? But the reality probably is, in many ways, that I do. The Pigeon Tunnel is rated M for dangerous behaviour and violence and is streaming now on Apple TV+. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.